Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. But God, in His grace, He showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free, too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you need to know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four elementary age kids. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and a blogger at comparedtowho.me. And you just may have seen my epic bake fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode and tell a friend about it. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast. I'm Heather Creekmore, and I am really glad that you're here today. I got an email the other day, and at first it made me really sad. The subject said, why I'm unsubscribing, and I thought, oh no, not another person with a complaint, more discouragement. But instead, what I went on to read was really encouraging. This woman shared with me how she had found so much freedom through reading my book and through getting my weekly email messages that she really felt like she was okay, that she wasn't in the deep, dark place that she used to be in regarding her body image and how she felt about herself and her worth, and that she was going to unsubscribe for a while because she just didn't need my help anymore. And I thought to myself at that point, I'm like, this is actually pretty awesome. Perhaps my goal needs to be to go out of business, right? Like what kind of wonderful world would this be if no one struggled with body image anymore? If Christian women all knew their value and worth in Christ and didn't have these struggles, they didn't need my podcast. So anyway, I was excited about that. But what that led me to was kind of thinking about a question that I get asked a lot, which is something along the lines of, Heather, I'm doing okay. Like I get what you're saying, and I feel like I'm doing pretty well. But every once in a while, I have a flare up where one day I just wake up, maybe it's when you're PMSing or, you know, maybe when you're headed on vacation or or whatever your trigger may be. But wake up one day and I'm like, ha, I thought these struggles were gone. I thought I was okay. I thought I was fine. And boom, here I am right now wrestling with this again. So I got a question exactly like this a couple years ago, and I'm going to read it for you, and then we'll tackle it together. The question went like this. Dear Heather, what are some practical strategies for handling body image flare-ups? Like when you're struggling in the dressing room, maybe trying on swimsuits, or at an event where you suddenly feel unattractive because of all the beautiful people there. Or maybe when you're tempted to either return to diet bondage or return to food to nurse your wounds because someone has made a hurtful comment towards you. I do better at home when I know I can go to my room for a minute and pray or slow down or choose different thoughts. But what about when I'm out or in the midst of a busy day? That's a bigger challenge. What are your thoughts? Any strategies for me? So I love the heart behind this question because it's so true and so honest, right? If we're at home and those thoughts start to come and bombard our brains, we often have the opportunity to take a minute, slow down, slow them down, and come back to a place where we realize what's really important. But we're not always at home when the attack comes. 
So I get it. I mean, I can go for what feels like a really long time without thinking about my body at all. And then all of a sudden, maybe a commercial will come on or I'll see a billboard of a woman with certain proportions. And immediately my first thought is, okay, my diet starts tomorrow. Old habits are hard to break. But just like with any bad habit or sin pattern, it's easier to think about handling the challenge when we address it for what it really is. It's really temptation, right? Our struggle is really just a temptation to sin again. It's kind of harsh to think about it like that, but friends, that's really the truth. You see, when I see that billboard woman, I am tempted to believe the lie. I'm tempted to believe that she's happier than I am, that she's more secure than I am. The lie tells me that she has joy and she has everything I want because she looks smoking hot in a bikini while I have flesh that pudges out and cellulite that's never going to go away. I'm tempted to believe that she has a truer salvation than I do that her beautiful body is saving her. Ouch. Like, I don't like to admit that, but it's true. And it's sin. Now, don't misunderstand me. I don't think you're sinning when you have that first gut instinct thought. That's the temptation. That's the bait on the hook. You see the bait, and then you have to decide whether or not you'll take the bait. So what do you do? Like your question, what do you do when you're out and about, when you're busy with kids and life and work and all this stuff and the temptation comes, how do you stop it? Well, this, this might sound silly, but I remember this from elementary school and it worked then in this context and I think it works in this context too, okay? So in elementary school, if you're as old as I am, you may have learned this. You learned stop, drop, and roll, okay? And what was that for? That was for evading fire, right? Now, now, not that I stop and analyze that a little bit, like it kind of sounds like scary advice. Like if there's fire, I hope there's more context to just not stopping and dropping and rolling when you see fire. But um, I don't remember exactly everything that they taught us surrounding using stop, drop, and roll for fire. But um, I do remember the stop, drop, and roll. So it must have some sort of value as a memory tool. But I think stop, drop, and roll actually can work for us when we deal with body image temptation. Okay, so here's how it works. The stop. You need to first stop and take a mental pause. Like even if your body must keep going, stop your mind and remind yourself of the truth. The truth is your size is not where your value is found. Your identity is rooted firmly in Jesus Christ. Chances are that woman or those women around you with whom you're comparing yourself physically, they're just as likely to be worried about or frustrated about their appearance as you are with yours right now. So you don't have to compare yourself anymore because looking a certain way is not where your value comes from. Your freedom comes from looking up, not from liking what you see in the mirror. So here's another tip on that front. Sometimes I take a minute and I pray for the beautiful woman on the billboard or the women around me. Maybe you're at a table of beautiful women and you feel like, which of these is not like the other? How did I get here? Ah! Okay. But what I do is I take a minute and I pray for her. I pray for them. Because when you do that, it makes those women become human again. It forces you to stop objectifying them, right? What's objectification? Objectification is judging someone based on their appearance alone. It's thinking about them in a one-dimensional manner where you're just thinking about them as a physical body or maybe a beautiful physical body, but it's still objectification. So when you pray, you humanize these women again. And you remember, you remind yourself that these women have hearts and souls and emotions. And frankly, they've got problems too, just like you and I do. Okay? So that's the stop. Take that mental pause and pray. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Okay, the drop. So if you're busy, you might not actually be able to drop to your knees. But say a little prayer wherever you are, whatever your position, and call out the temptation and identify the liar. Okay? Ask God to protect you from the lies and to remind you of his truth. Quote scripture. That's what Jesus did when he prayed in the face of temptation. James 4, 7 says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Submit first, resist second, then he must go. So often, I'll just repeat this statement. Lord, please remind me of your word and my worth because of Jesus today. Help me to overcome this temptation and help me to see clearly that these lies are a temptation. They're a temptation that wants to lure me away from you, to lure my focus away from you, and to lure me into that place where I'm trying to find worth in my physical appearance again. Help me to call that out for what it is, Lord, and help me to not give in today. Okay, so that's the drop. The drop is your praying. Okay, then the roll. Okay, now don't do any fancy forward rolls here. So I took a self-defense class one time and all we did was learn to roll. They told us that if a bus was coming, we could roll out of the way. And I thought, if a bus is coming at me, the last thing I'm going to do is roll out of the way. Like I'm running, okay? Now rolling may be faster than running, but I, I don't want to get into the merits of that. But we're stopping and we're dropping and we're rolling, okay? And here's the roll. What I want you to do is picture yourself rolling those negative thoughts, those lies of the enemy right out of your brain. Okay. If you're more aggressive, then you can view yourself like holding a rolling pin, like like kind of like a cartoon, like mom in the kitchen, like chasing them out of your brain. Um, maybe if you're a little bit more on the calmer side, you know, just picture them like waves of the ocean rolling away from you. But our negative thoughts, they tend to build like a snowball. Okay. And so as the little ones come, they kind of roll into bigger ones and roll into bigger ones. And pretty soon you've got this huge mass of lies that have accumulated in your mind. And you're, if you're like me, you're starting to fix all the things, right? Because it's become so overwhelming that you have no other option than to take action. And you've given into the temptation, you've believed the lie, and now you've got to do something to make it all better. When the truth is, you just need the Holy Spirit's help to roll these negative thoughts away. Push them out. As soon as they come, push them right out. Okay? Now, what's most helpful is if you can roll those thoughts out and replace them with biblical concepts about your value and worth. Okay? Don't just leave that space empty there mentally. Okay? Because... What happens is empty space tends to get filled. I don't know if it's like this in your house, but I clean off my counter and 
five seconds later, someone has put their water cup there or dropped school stuff there. Okay, empty space gets filled and the same principle works in your mind as well. You can't just roll those thoughts out and expect that empty space not to get filled because the enemy is always active and he's going to give you more negative thoughts to put there. So you can't leave that space empty. Okay. You have to renew your mind. Like second Corinthians five seventeen says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You need to remind yourself that all of those thoughts all of those temptations, that was the old you. That was your old life of dieting, body image obsession, stressing about your appearance, whatever your deal was, that was the old you. You are a new creation, okay? And renewing your mind means giving yourself good, healthy, biblical food every day that you can feed your mind with and replace those negative thoughts, those temptations with truth from God's word. So that's the stop, drop, and roll method. Other things that I like to do, I like to have physical, tangible reminders that help me. Um, In the Old Testament, Joshua used something called stones of remembrance. And these were actual stones that they put in various places to help them remember what God has done. And so what I like to recommend in my Mountaintop Body Image personal retreat course that I have available on my website, I talk about this. I have them do at the completion of that course is they find a rock or a seashell or something from wherever they are when they're doing their body image retreat. And I have them write on that rock, I'm free. I don't know about you, but just having a tangible reminder, something you can hold in your hand to help you remember, you know what? I'm done with this. Like God has set me free. Like I have made progress because I find when I work with women that that's the first thing the enemy does. At the end of our six-week body image course, at the end of our session, the enemy comes in and he tells them this lie. He says, you know what? You haven't made any progress. Oh, see, you had a little flare up. You're still struggling. You didn't really get anywhere. You wasted your money. You wasted your time. You're not really free. Nothing's really changed for you. And it's all lies. So what I love doing, I mean, in addition to journaling, if you are on a journey, if you've been on a journey, writing down where you came from is another great way to remember what God has done in your life in this area. So when you have that flare up, you have ammunition to shoot back. Okay. So whether it's writing, I'm free on a rock, writing your story, hey, I love to print on my blog the testimonies of women who have experienced freedom. And what I find is it encourages them to write their testimony. And when I publish it, it encourages other women who read, oh, you know what? I was just like her. Wow. If she can find freedom, I can find freedom too. So doing things like that are also great for just having a way to fight when the flare up comes. Because friends, the flare up comes. It does come. And in fact, I like to remind people that I work with that just because they're tempted to struggle again does not mean that they haven't gained freedom. Like that's... That's going to happen. We're here on this earth. The enemy knows our weak spots. He is going to tempt us where we are weakest, okay? So you will be tempted, but that doesn't mean you're not free. It doesn't mean you haven't made progress. Well, today's going to be a short episode because I just wanted to tackle that reader question and really give you some strategies for handling body image flare-ups. I hope that you found them helpful. Well, thanks for listening. If you're interested in that personal body image retreat that I mentioned, it is available on my website. It's 
inexpensive. It's three bucks, friends, but it's 20 pages and it will tell you how to go on a two-hour personal body image retreat. If you've not done it, it's a great thing to do. I consider it kind of a prequel to my book. So if you've not read my book yet, do that retreat. If you've already read the book, you know what? The retreat will be a great refresher for you to just help you kind of regain some perspective again if you feel like you've lost it. Um, But that's available on my website. I'm glad you listened today. I hope you are too. I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's word, one verse at a time to explore his will for your life and desire to draw closer to him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.